0: Ah. <laughs> that's what what you you would have heard last week had we released the episode. <laughs> so check you, went well. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Knights of the D Pad. <laughs> A <laughs> podcast where everything goes poorly, and we post a week late because uh, Aiden's audio drivers or whatever causing issues in like, OBS. Now, see,
1: it's not that we're posting a week late. We're just not. We just didn't post last week. We um, missed a week. <laughs> we just missed a week to everyone's uh, chagrin. Unfortunately, there was just everyone's no episode chagrin. with no warning because OBS decided to reset its audio settings without telling me. That was a a fun a fun thing. So mm-hmm. that was why there was no episode last week because we filmed it and then I all realized all the effort into it <laughs> all the effort into it which is why we didn't just refilm it because we had already filmed it and it's really <laughs> hard to refilm something like this because <laughs> yeah. all of the the natural interaction goes away as you try and redo really w- what you had done <laughs> so here we are so technically uh, officially, this is Skylar's second episode, but technically it's his first. <laughs> it's, it's his first
2: aired episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the,
1: the, the lost tapes of last week <laughs> <laughs> also contains Skylar. Um, so for everyone unaware, Skylar has joined us this semester kind of in the same position that Lillian did last semester. Is kind of getting a feel for everyone? And for how things go, and then at the end of the semester, he'll take the place of most likely Ben or Court if he gets lost in the jungles of the Dominican Republic, uh, <laughs> which
3: is seeming increasingly which... <laughs> likely. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is that is where Court is right now. He is busy busy with the English uh, in in Dominican Republic. We'll see how many weeks it takes him to get his schedule kind of solidified to be able to join us, but. For as long as it takes him, Skyler will uh, take his place and and join us each and every week. Um, so yeah, this is this is episode three. Even though we filmed an episode three last week, and this for us is episode four, it's episode three on the books. So don't <laughs> we're not gonna try and be like actually, and you know, <laughs>
0: actually. Uh,
1: but since we didn't get the episode out last week, we wanted to take a second at the beginning of this episode and kind of. Uh, recap some of the news that went on last week, because last week had some pretty big stuff that happened. Some smaller things that happened. Um, I'd say the first thing that we want to bring up, that I want to bring up, is Overwatch <laughs> Esports kind of got some announcements out. Uh, obviously, the Overwatch League died in December and November, uh, but then they came out and announced uh, a new Champion Series, the Overwatch Champion Series, that will be starting in March with events at DreamHack Dallas, DreamHack Stockholm. Should be exciting to have things back. There was like no lead up to the announcement. It just kind of like showed up yeah, one.
0: So weird that it came out of nowhere. It did
1: just kind of <laughs> show up like a, a Tuesday, one random Tuesday morning last week.
3: <laughs> They're just um, like,
1: yeah. Yeah, they were like, here you go. Here's uh, new stuff. So me and my friends have already planned a road trip down to Dallas. We already have our tickets bought. I, we bought the tickets so early that like. The mobile ticketing API system in the Dream DreamHack app isn't even set up yet.
0: <laughs>
1: That's how early we bought our tickets. So we're good to go on that. We're excited to see what things move forward. But that was the exciting thing for me last week was the uh, announcement of that. So that was good. Um, I think the biggest news that happened that we talked about, but obviously didn't, at least in terms of gaming specifically, is Power World. Which was quickly became the uh, second <laughs> most played game ever on, concurrently yeah. on, on Steam. Steam. What was it? 8 million concurrent players at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. Pokemon with guns. Everyone's loving it except for Pokemon fanboys, apparently. Yeah, I think
3: it got to a total like of like it. 19 million players or something.
1: It did have a lot. Um, yeah. But then there was controversy with it over whether or not they stole assets from Pokemon um and basically everybody who has a head on their shoulders is saying no they didn't because if they did Nintendo would have sued them into the dirt ages ago mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> in the week and a half that's happened since then nothing nothing has occurred so i don't yep. think we're going to Aside have any from lawsuits. Nintendo
3: doxing a couple of mods that
1: um yeah but that's so, understandable uh, yeah that is oh, infringement. Much that, flatly that is like flat in. copyright. That, but... is, that is actual
0: copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is though, like well, I guess they people weren't selling the mod, but still
3: Yeah. Still.
0: Yeah. That, We're not that, happy about
2: it. I yeah, mean Nintendo well. doesn't care about free stuff. Like look at the <laughs> another Metroid 2 <II> remake <laughs> a few years ago. That guy put <laughs> 10 years into a free game and then Nintendo tried to shut it down. <laughs> this, is, this is true.
1: Nintendo doesn't care if you're distributing it for free or having people pay for it. They will find you, and they will, maybe not kill you, yep. but they'll they'll do as close as they'll they take can. you out. They will. Form. They will take you out, whatever that means. Yep. Uh, I don't. You will want be found. It. You will be found. But Power World, as far as I'm aware, even a week and a half later, is still uh, still kicking pretty well. I haven't checked yeah. what its concurrent it's player count is, I, but
3: I have played a little bit of it. um on my husband's laptop which has like a really bad graphics card but it's really fun <laughs> it only kind of works on his laptop but that's what matters yeah
1: we we go for we go for kind of here um yeah so that was pow world um really what happened with apple tell us
3: oh yeah apple decided to finally allow uh apps that then have multiple games within the app So previously, Apple would not allow apps to have, like, multiple gaming, like, multiple games on just, like, a single app that would allow you to access multiple games. Um, They wanted to have, like, a separate rating on their app store for every game. And so they would not. That was at least their reasoning for it. But recently, they changed that to allow apps that will then let you stream multiple games, um, which opens up possibilities for, like, Xbox or NVIDIA to make um, apps that you could then play games off of. Um, They also... I don't know who brought this up last week, but a similar change. Um, They also um are oh there was another thing that they changed it was the i can not m- remember what
1: it was other app stores third party app stores
3: yeah third party app, app stores they're being
1: required yeah. to via the EU so Europe yeah. coming in clutch once again for everyone who's deranged enough to use an iPhone uh <laughs> you can thank <laughs> the EU for USB-C ports on those so
0: yeah. i mean Europe is just they don't bow down to no europe, europe yeah will not well yeah europe's mm-hmm. like you're an american
1: company we don't care what you want <laughs> most yeah. people don't they use want... apple in europe <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so we'll see if apple gets uh if anything comes of that but being able to play to stream games on iphones and apple products especially ipads i feel will be yeah a, will be a good thing moving forward um we also mentioned the streamer awards. When are those happening again?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're happening beginning of the seventh? month.
1: Was it the seventh? Uh, yeah, or that was sounds the about right.
3: The seventh sounds. It's the seventh. Ben's Googling. It's Seven.
1: the seventh. Because so yeah,
3: uh, the 14th is Valentine's Day and it is not Valentine's Day.
1: Wednesday. It's happening in two days when this episode comes out. So you can yep. watch your favorite streamers lose. Probably. Yep. Well,
3: <laughs> most likely.
1: Most likely lose. I'm ready to watch Super TF lose for a third year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his nomination is just a joke at this point. But awards, if you're interested in that and you watch a lot of streamers, tune in on Wednesday. I don't remember where. It's just probably on Twitch. Um, yeah. I know that. I'm excited because C-Dog VA is hosting. That, that that alone makes it a fun a fun event. Uh, Connor, mm-hmm. Connor always makes a, a good time. Um, so that's that. Uh, and then uh, China's not very happy with Genshin, are they, Skylar? They're not.
2: In fact, it might even be worse now. I'm not. It's gotten sure. worse? <laughs> uh, okay, so the deal is, every year Genshin celebrates the Chinese New Year in an event called Lantern Rite. It hasn't mm-hmm. quite started yet, but the patch that it's going to be in just came out last week, so they've like announced everything that's going to happen and announced their rewards and stuff. And initially, when they announced the rewards, a couple... Uh, weeks ago uh, Chinese fans were super disappointed in how lackluster they were because like the (sighs) event is supposed to be like a big deal it's it's essentially like Genshin's anniversary even though they also celebrate their anniversary but the lantern right's actually a bigger deal Um, and you know they said like we're supposed to or like we're rewarding you for all the time and effort you've put into supporting our game this last year and they decided to give everybody three wishes which (laughs) for those who don't know is essentially nothing
3: it's like 3 because
2: sets. to get to get one 5-star character you could need is up up to as much as 90 wishes and that only gives you a 50/50 <laughs> chance of getting the one you want so you could potentially need like 180 wishes to get a single character that you want and Genshin gave you 3 to celebrate <laughs> the Chinese New Year so Chinese fans threw a fit they you know, Genshin lost millions of followers across social media. Fans even started unfollowing like Pizza <laughs> and KFC who had previously I, collabed with Genshin. <laughs> I think
1: that's the silliest part of it.
2: <laughs> and, and, you know, they, they did take notice to it. You know, they publicly apologized or they like sent out a statement apologizing and they said they're going to try to work on their communication and they're going to reassess rewards. But the funny thing is, like I said, the patch just came out. And as far as I can tell, Nothing changed. We we're still getting three wishes, so we'll see. You know, uh, we we'll what happens.
1: Yeah, China, stick it to the the Genjin fans. <laughs> that's
0: so. I funny. mean, it's just kind of like a mix of all these things with gotcha laws, and then coming after <laughs> <laughs> like their one of their biggest holiday of the year
1: yeah what's 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 really funny is that overwatch just had their chinese new year patch drop and i think they have more content added than Genshin <laughs> that, did and Genshin's made okay. by the company who
2: celebrates the holiday overwatch isn't yeah. even available in china <laughs> and and another thing we mentioned too is that this is just like kind of building up on like a long list of frustrations that, like, fans of Genshin have because, you know, Hoyoverse has other games that are treating their fans way better, like Honkai Star Rail or even their mobile game Honkai Impact the Third. third. Uh, And, you know, those games are getting, like, free five-star characters and stuff like that, whereas Genshin, you get, like, three wishes. So it's just adding (laughs) to a lot of stuff. But one of the things that we mentioned or talked about a lot last week is, you know, just, like, does the company actually owe the fans anything considering the game is technically free, even though people spend absurd amounts of money on it. Like in my opinion, I don't necessarily think Chinese fans have the right to be that upset over it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take what I can get for a free game. Uh, but, you know, I think it is a good thing for fans to be able to give feedback and for companies to listen to that and to make adjustments.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, you know, sometimes a, too far is too far you guys are unfollowing pizza hut yeah, it's crossing a line <laughs> i think
3: he's crossing a line
1: look unfollowing genshin is one thing but we draw the line at pizza hut <laughs> i surprised. i looked into this recently pizza hut is very big in china it is even is it? outside the us mm-hmm. it's big like pizza hut is one of the only like american food chains that's in uganda like of all the wow. things we ha- they that is they wild. Have, they have pizza hut and they have KFC, that isn't. Huh. <laughs> so, pizza Hut not is even kind of like a big deal.
3: McDonald's? No. Wow. So, yeah,
1: it's, it's like, I feel is like, I feel I feel like McDonald's is huge in the US. It's not that big. In no, other it's places. not. It's not that big. Foreign, but pizza. It's Hut, like
3: whenever I've traveled, there's always been McDonald's. But I've mostly only traveled in Europe.
1: Well, when you're in first world countries, McDonald's are typically always there. But when you start getting out of first world yeah. countries, you start losing your McDonald's, and then you start no. realizing, wait, why is there so much Pizza Hut and what's going on? Wait, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have to stop Big Pizza. <laughs> big Pizza <laughs> Anyways, um, Anyways. Um, and then, Skylar, you mentioned uh, CS2 Esports. Do you want to recap that now or do you want to wait until when you are talking about it later as well?
2: Uh, I can just do it now. I wasn't planning on talking about okay. it like super. For in depth later, but um pretty much there's just a big tournament going on right now. I am Katavica. Uh for those who don't know, it's not technically a major, but it's essentially like the next best thing. It is like one of the mm-hmm. most prestigious tournaments of the year. Uh so that's been going on over this last week. I've been staying up super late or waking up super early to try and watch the games, you know, those European times. Um but just a couple of big storylines. Most people probably won't understand, but there's this one team who was like a favorite for a lot of people to potentially contend for the title called Astralis. Uh, they have on their roster four top 20 players from last year, and they got last place. They, they huh. lost their first two <laughs> matches, and they, di- and they didn't even make it through the play-in. Uh, and the, there's just the something funny about, thing is... <laughs> there's something about right, ahead, super sorry. teams in
0: esports that I don't know why, they just do not work.
1: Dude, even, like, I'm yeah. telling you, even in Overwatch, we had a few super teams in North America, and one of them was the first one out of the playoffs. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I wonder if yeah, it's, like, an the... issue with, like, the best players communicating.
2: <laughs> That's usually what it is.
3: Yeah. It's well, well, like, to, a,
2: to Astralis's credit specifically, I do agree with the super team point. Like, usually they never work. But to Astralis's credit, they've only been together for, like, a short while like they just put this team together it's the start of the season so Mm. they like they do need time to like get to be able to work together and compete on a high level but they should get better than last place especially considering the two teams they lost to include a team that they poached two of their best players from (laughs) two two of two of the top 20 players on their team they took from one of the teams they lost to and then the second team they lost to had their former in-game leader that they had kicked (laughs) <laughs> so they they just lost to like the two teams that they absolutely should not have <laughs> lost to so it's like it's actually it's like a two really teams funny that story they actually
3: cared about beating
2: <laughs> oh yeah
1: that's really funny
2: so that's just one of the one of the big headlines. You know, Astralis lost. Another big headline is that nine Polish players qualified to the group stage because Katowice is a Polish city, so it's go. like a big deal for these Polish players. And there's also a couple Polish coaches that made it, so that's really exciting for them because Polish Counter Strike has been kind of rough the last few years, but it's making a resurgence. So uh, I also served my mission in Poland, so I'm happy to see that uh, I served in Katowice, so I know it's a big deal for those guys over there. And then just to recap, there's actually some matches being played right now as we're recording uh, for the group stage. And another super team that got put together just got (laughs) 2-0'd by a Turkish team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would be the Falcons for anyone who knows. They pretty much just spent a boatload of money taking all the best players from a bunch of other teams and they just lost 2-0. So I'm kind of happy about that, honestly. Uh, and then g2 another potential tournament favorite just beat heroic in uh, a 2-1 series and then there's some uh, other matches still ongoing but katowice is a great event i encourage anyone to watch it it should still be going on by the time this podcast goes out yeah i think it, goes uh, to it should be really exciting so that's so funny nice.
1: not the super teams <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the super teams man <laughs> Uh, and then the final thing we mentioned last week, and we'll be mentioning even further later today, is all the layoffs that took place um, over the course of last week and even the weeks leading up to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's like
0: just a whole slew of things. I've been looking into it. It's like it's not even just gaming in general. It's just all all industries are having huge layoffs right now. Wow. But, um, you know, you've got stuff like Microsoft after the recent acquisition of, you know, Activision and. Blizzard and they they have laid off about like was it nineteen thousand employees? It was, I think nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred. It was like Not a bit it much.
1: Yeah. A, yeah, not nineteen thousand.
0: That's like <laughs> half That's the an company. <laughs> <laughs> nineteen hundred employees. They said they claim for redundancy reasons, and you know I guess it's kind of to be expected with buying a, a whole other company. You got you're going to have people working the same jobs that don't need to, but yeah. still, you've got stuff like Unreal, not Unreal. Unity,
1: Riot.
0: Unity laying off was it twenty percent? Twitch laying off thirty five percent. Riot laying off like five hundred employees, and so yeah. there is just huge waves of layoff going out. It's hit in all industries, and gaming is also getting hit as well. And so hmm. we talked about a little bit, like the LEC lost <laughs> they have no their broadcast. entire production staff, <laughs> and so it's it's I mean it's. Interesting to see how things are changing and how, like, industries are going to have to shift and shape around these Mm -hmm. fluctuating markets. But
1: yeah, it it was. I mean, that was what all my my Twitter timeline was basically. All that for like the back half of last week was just all of the Blizzard employees getting fired and which teams it was, um, and it was not ideal like you kind of feel for the devs however i will say people the tweets that i also saw alongside that directed at the the player base is like all of these employees got laid off so like these dev teams and these were this was specifically obviously the overwatch community because that's the community i follow the most it's like everyone being like if the game the next patch or whatever is like you know things are wrong with it don't go after the devs because you realize that they just lost like a large yeah. chunk of their team. Like Aaron mm-hmm. Keller, Overwatch's director, like had to tweet out and he's like, there's not going to be a, a, a director's blog this week because we're all still kind of recovering from what just happened. And wow. you go to the comments of that tweet and there are still people complaining about the game. Have, have some tact, people. Come on, yeah. <laughs> like, don't don't go after the devs right now. It's not the, they're doing the best they can.
3: It also shows that the devs clearly had like no control of nope. who who. It was all from the top, top,
1: all the top. Yeah. Um. So those were kind of the things that we talked about last week. Um. So something to start with is um from this week is continuing with those the layoffs that I wanted to mention on the Blizzard side of things. Uh, Blizzard Activision had, you know, they fired a ton of people and then were like, okay, has it passed? Uh, no. They went and proceeded to fire all but 12 members of their esports division, uh, oh no. <laughs> including like the entire observing team for Overwatch and Call of Duty, like all of the broadcast talent, like Zoe is like the face of Blizzard Esports like she was she hosted like the Esports Awards She was a part of the announcement video for the Overwatch champion series and they laid her off What like what? Are you, what are you doing? I think it's like everyone was upset about that and the most egregious of these layoffs is Call of Duty the Call of Duty League had I think either their first major or like a main like a major event last weekend and the entire, like, production crew worked it, and then as soon as the event was over, they were all, like, fired.
3: Wow. So
1: they, they basically were, they went in to work the event thinking that they had, like, survived the layoffs just to get laid off after the event.
3: Huh. That just, like, it makes you wonder if there's something else going on. Like uh, I don't something- know...
1: All, 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 all. Me and my, all me and my buddies have assumed is that we are just watching the esports bubble pop before our very mm-hmm. eyes, and that's yeah. probably really all there is to it. Is esports is kind of coming back down to earth a bit after mm-hmm. the last couple years of relative success. I mean, it's we've seen it coming a little bit as viewership has dropped, even in like things like League of Legends, which has historically mm-hmm. always had the highest, dropping down into like the like five-digit range as opposed to six-digit range for viewers so we've been seeing it coming but like blizzard especially has been the like kind of like when esports goes wrong you see blizzard mess up first because of how Mm -hmm. much they put into it um but now we're seeing in the the whole industry kind of just feel it as we saw the lec production crew get laid off and we're seeing Mm -hmm. i think I think um, this first Valor VCT like it's not going to be at a big venue. It's just going to be held in like the like the VCT studio with like only only the like only the finals really? are open to the public. And I and huh. riots are like oh, but to make up, we're going to add other stuff to the fan experience to make it better for people to come. And you're just like, wait a minute, why are you doing this?
2: Mm. So,
1: like, just across the esports industry, things are being downsized, like, to know it's it knows no end right now. So,
0: I mean, what I'm seeing supposedly, um, like, this is just rumor, but that there's supposedly only 12 employees left. Yes, they in the have the esports 12. division
1: at Activision, and all wow. of them are basically the higher ups for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone that is under that would be under like an executive director position is not with Blizzard anymore. And like granted a lot of these people could get picked up as contractors for like face it and stuff when they run the Overwatch thing, but they will be paid less than they were paid at Blizzard. And they will be under contract of Face It and not Blizzard, which in and of itself is just not as it, it's mm-hmm. a it's a scummy practice of letting them go and be like, oh, we need people. Oh, we'll just sign the same people but for a lower price because they can't say no. Otherwise they don't have a job. Mm. Uh, it's uh it's not not esports is not looking good across the board right now it's not dead it's just not Mm -hmm. as successful as it once was um but it's not all doom and gloom uh because tsm actually after it looked like tsm was kind of dead in the water is a kind of kind of coming back
2: skylar well well the thing is is that it's kind of a weird situation right now uh So, yes, they did commit to esports, and I'll get into that in just a little bit. But just to recap for anybody unfamiliar with the TSM situation, TSM is obviously a huge esports brand in North America specifically. For a long time, I'd say they were even like the gold standard. Like, they're really one of the top dogs (sighs) Mm -hmm. when esports was just like first getting started. Um, You know, especially in the LCS, they were super, super dominant early on. I think they're still tied for the most uh, championships in LCS with six. Uh, even though only one of those has come recently. you mm. uh, know. even despite their struggles recently, they won the Six Invitational in Rainbow Six in 2022. And they, I don't know much about Apex Legends, but I saw that they won something called the Apex Legends Global Series in 2023. I don't know how big of a deal that is, but they won it. Um, mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of stuff to kind of like um, ruin TSM recently. Um, you know, firstly uh their ceo reginald has been going through a lot of drama he was accused a couple of years ago of workplace harassment other oh, Reginald uh, drama is crazy yeah reginald it is cut ki- from the sound of it reginald's kind of a scumbag uh which kind of sucks uh yeah so he was accused of workplace harassment uh former tsm pro players like Dyrus and Doublelift kind of came out and talked about it. There is specifically I remember seeing this one video of Dyrus from a few years ago when he was on TSM trying to like practice in solo queue with Reginald in the background harassing him and he literally had like a breakdown right there. He's just like, I'm asking you nicely like just <laughs> shut up and let me practice and Reginald's like harassing him, telling him to like I don't even remember. But it was it, it really made Reginald look bad. Um so you know that was going on, and I think that really helped uh, hurt TSM's image. And then on top of that, uh, a couple of years ago, TSM signed a huge deal with FTX, which is worth $210 million, and it was supposed to last for 10 years, so like $21 million a year. And it lasted one year, and then FTX went bankrupt.
0: I don't know uh. if, y'all, if any of you <laughs> all know too much about Uh-oh. the whole FTX drama that happened. <laughs> it was an absolute mess with a whole lot of weird things going on uh, with like so money like supposed to money laundering money uh like just ponzi schemes all that kind of stuff and so FTX uh, just crypto moment <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, like, FTX was also a huge <laughs> supporter of LCS too and so sure. LCS took a big hit they mm-hmm. had this whole the, the FTX gold difference or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah. so is a big yeah, hit and in I, FTX one bailey up.
2: And I, I think that was the biggest thing that's kind of screwed TSM, uh, especially financially. You know, they were expecting all that money and then they just lost it. From what I, I don't I couldn't find an exact number, but I don't think they saw like any of that money essentially. I don't know how much they got, if any, but you know, it really, really hurt them. Um, and as a result, TSM last year kind of had to take a step back from esports. They left Dota 2. They sold their LCS spot. Um, They did come back to Counter-Strike, which was a little bit weird um, because if they're trying to do it for the money, uh, (laughs) the way to make money in (laughs) Counter-Strike esports is to qualify for the major and get stickers. But TSM, a North American organization, decided to make a European roster, which is way harder to make it to the major in because EU Mm -hmm. talent is way more competitive than an NA. (laughs) So that's kind of confusing. And even if they wanted to qualify in Europe, they just lost their three best players like just in the last few weeks. So, but that's I mean, a bit weird, to be fair, though. From what we've seen,
0: talent doesn't seem to be too much of an issue when it comes to
2: <laughs> <laughs> getting through to the playoffs or whatever. I, I, I guess so. With those super teams, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so despite, despite all that stuff, oh, and. Just, uh, just also mention, you guys thought 12 employees at Activision was bad. It was just put out that TSM supposedly only has nine employees, including Reginald. Uh, that was, uh, that was mentioned by TSM's former social media manager who they just laid off, and he said there's only Uh nine people left. Uh oh. Uh, But all that aside, TSM put on Reddit three days ago that they are recommitting to esports and they want to stay involved in the esports scene. So I just have a small quote from that post here. They said, we want to reaffirm that TSM is still fully committed to esports, although we could not share many of the finer details of our plans for the future. We can confirm that we are actively looking to participate in multiple tier one esports, including League of Legends, Valorant, and Call of Duty I think the Call Which of Duty one is trimble.
1: is the weirdest one because Blizzard and because their well, esports like is said. not in a good spot. Uh, yeah. So has um, it, so hearing TSM be like, "Yeah, we're we're planning to return to Call of Duty." You're like, you're planning to do what now? You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, back to
0: it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's Call of Duty esports have always been in a weird place, but so I, I don't know how that's going to turn out for them with returning to esports. Their big return being to Call, Call of Duty, Duty. But, like
1: League and Valor, it makes yeah. sense. Like that's where the money's at with esports right yeah. now. But Call of Duty is not where the money's
0: at.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that's the thing that's confusing me is like they're they're recommitting, but the way that they're doing it is questionable. You know, like the way that they went about <laughs> their Counter Strike team, the way that they're doing the Call of Duty thing, um, it just seems a bit weird. But I do think overall, it is regardless of how they're going to do it, I think it is good that TSM is trying to stay you know it's good for NA it's good for the fans because even though like the value of the brand has dropped like it is still like culturally in esports a very big yeah. organization um and obviously we want to see as many people stay involved specifically in North America where you know especially in like League of Legends and other esports like that you know NA's kind of memed on mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: He's a bit confused, but he's got the right <laughs> spirit. That's what TSM's, TSM's going through right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's supposed
0: yeah. that, that supposedly, they should return to League Esports sometime yeah. soon. Hopefully, but that's depending if they can get a spot because LCS is only eight spots now. So yeah, yeah they, 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 they the said the they wanted
2: to try and do it by 2024. I think in the Reddit post. Mm-hmm. If you want to well, know more, just it check is out 2024.
1: The post. So. Somebody let TSM all right, all know I guess it's that's true. T- someone <laughs> let them know it's already that year. Uh, <laughs> someone
3: uh, let them know it's too late.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: do they do they know? I don't know. <laughs> Does he now know? <laughs> yeah, it's um, weird that they want to like come back so soon after they just sold their spot. Like I'm sure they had to do it for the money cuz they're like probably, you know, in yeah. a uh, but they got all the money from laying people off. Ah, mm. so smart.
0: <laughs>
3: they were like all the other big companies are doing it. Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> Everybody else is doing Everybody it. i else, want else turn. is doing it. I wanna
1: turn. I wanna make more money by laying off my employees.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: So anyway, that's enough about about TSM. Um <laughs> let's go now to uh Suicide Squad. Court's probably probably just Uh, rolled around feeling like he just got talked about because we get to talk about Suicide (laughs) Squad without him because his Suicide Squad segment didn't make it in the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not important. Uh, So
3: um, there is a new game out Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League Um, and as kind of was expected it didn't go so well in reception because they decided to make it like a server based game um, it seems like a lot of people feel like the story was well done, but the gameplay is just very repetitive. So, yeah, yeah. they're just they're upset because it was supposed to be a good game, and then <laughs> there was bad decisions made.
0: It uh... it's it's not what you expect from Rocksteady. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I'm just looking at like gameplay it's it's so just loud that's the only way to describe it like (laughs) the visuals are way too loud
3: yeah and a lot of people say the missions are incredibly repetitive so it just kind of feels like the same thing over and over again even though Mm -hmm. there is some story that's pretty good supposedly Um, allegedly yeah (laughs) i wouldn't know i haven't played it yeah i wouldn't
1: know corp maybe knows but he's not here so yeah. Quick, someone sent a carrier pigeon to the forest of the <laughs> DR. With their well, they're back from a couple an, weeks.
2: Another thing about you know Suicide Squad that I've been seeing is that people are really upset with uh what they did with Batman. Because mm-hmm. if people don't know, mm. rest in peace. That was Kevin Conroy's last performance as Batman in Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Um, and spoiler alert! In case you couldn't tell by the title of the game, <laughs> Batman's Batman, Batman dies. dies. Yeah, and fans are fans are pretty upset about you know how that went down. Um, you know, just I think specifically because of Kevin Conroy, that being his last performance, mm-hmm. um, you know, people kind of hoped for something a bit more to do him justice mm-hmm. for all you know his great years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know a ton <sighs> about the game, but it, yeah, it. It seems like this game has, as soon as it was said that the the game is sh- mm-hmm. shifted from what people thought it originally was going to be, it yeah wasn't going to be good. I mean, like not all the reviews are bad. I've seen some good reviews about it, and and that it is still mm-hmm. like a thing, even though things are repetitive. It's still a polished game, like mechanics wise, yeah. like things run smoothly. It just gets repetitive in the story aspects of yeah. it in some mm-hmm. instances. So
0: love it or I hate mean- it. Like the top comment I read the top review I'm seeing is not even four powerful villains can defeat the demands of capitalism, <laughs> so I feel like that kind of sums up how <laughs> much love and care went in from the yeah. uh the upper brass at
1: <laughs> how much love and care was put in by the corporate execs. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: <sighs>
1: See that's what everyone's misunderstanding The devs don't put in the love and care It's all the corporate execs that put the love and care in mm-hmm. for them And by for oh, them yeah. I mean forcefully <laughs> 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 uh, But back to a game that was good Power World obviously has been popping off um, mm-hmm. yep. But uh, uh, <laughs> be careful everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All, all yeah. good things have all a cheap copy All good things have a cheap <laughs> <Yeah>. copy <laughs> It's called Pokemon. I mean,
3: (laughs) I mean, yeah. So Palworld, um, a lot of companies are riding on the wave of Palworld success and making fake mobile versions. So Palworld is only currently on, um, available on Xbox and PC. Um, so, you know, only a small percentage of people have access to it. Um, like not everybody has an Xbox or a gaming PC. So a lot of companies are making fake Palworld mobile games and they are using them to steal people's information and doing not good things. So be wary of those fake mobile games. Um, They're not actually from Palworld. Palworld does not have a mobile version. Yeah. But a lot of people are falling for it because they want to play this amazing game and they go, oh, they made a mobile version. They did not.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> Power World had a, not Power World, was Pocket Pair has had to release yes. a statement saying, we have not released a mobile version yet. Do yeah. not trust any yeah. mobile. <laughs> Pal Do not Pal trust World the mobile
3: see. ones. They are not, they are not real
1: pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. They it's so like we we've made a game. Also, I realized my camera on the recording is I'm just now just a disembodied voice at the moment. Don't worry about it, guys. Um but yeah, it was like <laughs> you see this on like every time cuz you like when Among Us was big, you saw a bunch of like Among Us rip-offs. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and then you see a PUBG lot of Fortnite. Yeah, you see it with Fortnite as well. Like you mm-hmm. see a lot of um other companies try and there we go I'm back um just ride the wave but they do it even without making a ripoff of the game they're just like oh it's power world but instead of power world you can it you can color it's a it's a coloring book or it's a it's a companion guide
3: yeah
1: <laughs> like it's not even the game they're just like what if what if we took a wikipedia <laughs> and made it an app
3: <laughs> yeah
1: So it's a, be careful. If you want to play Power World, just play Power World.
3: (laughs) Yep. Even if you have a crappy PC, you can still kind of sort of play it.
1: Yeah. Take it from Lillian, who's probably been doing, who's been doing that exact thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work great. You really can't catch pals because the frame rate is too, uh, (laughs) is too low, (laughs) 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 but it's still enjoyable. You can still do like most of the game. You can catch the low level pals. Kind of. You
2: can still enslave them, probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you're interested in a PowerPoint template, Power World on a low-end PC, I've heard it's pretty good for Microsoft PowerPoint.
3: Oh, it's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just be careful of the, the mobile ripoffs. Uh, I'd say the biggest piece of news that happened this past week, though, is Sony had their state of play. Um, mm-hmm. A variety of things announced. I think the biggest thing that was mentioned, though, is uh, Hideo Kojima's new game. Because anytime anything that man touches
0: is just gold. Uh, (laughs) um, Uh, Well, you've got a lot of new things dropped like a ton. Apparently apparently there's a Silent Hill that will just (laughs) no, like no stories, no news about it. All of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, by the way, we're making a new Silent Hill game. Hmm. Mhm 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 uh also a new Sonic game with Shadow
1: in it I mean it's mm-hmm. just a rem- wow. I mean it's just a, an enhanced remaster of Sonic Generations but this time Shadow is in it which is exciting everyone That's
2: nice. which makes it edgier and cooler exactly yeah. Shadow's with inclusion
1: Sonic. immediately means it's going to be edgy. edgy and cool <laughs> Yes I mean there were tons of other games like I obviously like I I'm not super familiar with the Sony side of things because I've never had a PlayStation. But the thing that I've seen the most about is Hideo Kojima's
0: new game um, called, what is it? Fizzint? Fizzint, yeah. Fizzint? Like P-H-Y-S-I-N-T. So it's like you're trying to say psychic, but also psychic isn't. (laughs) Yeah, and it's
1: it's like an action espionage game, and like their hope for it is to like, the, what they said is to blur the line between, like, a video, a video game and a movie. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that it's going to be, like,
0: tons of cutscenes, or if mm-hmm. it's... This is also, this is the one that they're working with, um, Peel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Um, So,
1: and so... We don't know. I mean... All the footage that we've seen from it has looked crazy good with, like, really, like like we're talking like wild weapons kind of it, it's been i mean i do kojima's it, it is impossible for kojima to make a bad game i don't think that's really <laughs> possible this man is a legend for a reason so like i'm not worried about the game being good or bad but it's like a a really like bold like approach to be like okay you, mm-hmm. you, like, people enjoy sitting and watching movies but they enjoy playing video games so i think it's the kind of like a what does that mean blur the line in terms mm-hmm. of how it feels to play the game because i don't know i i can't speak for everybody but when i when i boot up a video game i want to play a game i didn't <laughs> yeah. buy a game and boot it up to watch a movie so
0: it's, the closest you if, want to get with that is like something like detroit become human yeah like i there's I don't... definitely
3: games that are more story based mm-hmm. and that's enjoyable but how much will this feel more like you're not actually getting any gameplay like that i think is the biggest concern that people yeah, have yeah i I, I, as long,
1: I don't want it to just be would you like some game with your cutscenes with like, <laughs> yeah. time events and it's like i'm controlling the cutscene. scene
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like,
1: I, that is that is my concern with like a statement like that of like we're gonna blur that line it's like okay well what do you what do you mean by that what do you mean by we're gonna blur mm-hmm. the <laughs> line
3: what do you mean by that? Yeah, it, I mean, could it just be amazingly good graphics so that it has almost the feel of watching a movie? Yeah, but I feel is- like at that
1: point, that'd be mm-hmm. more the blurring the line between video game and reality. Like, yeah. I, like if you were if, if their draw was really high graphics, then it would be that line that you're blurring. Because yeah. it's like, if you say you're blurring the line with film, then the idea is that it's like really high storytelling and cinematics.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that's what you watch a movie for. You watch a movie for a story and for a narrative that you just kinda like get to sit and enjoy. But that's like the opposite of how, what a yeah, game is. Because a game is do... interactive, an interactive story, and movies are not interactive. So I like how
3: are they going to blur that line? What
1: does it mean? What does it mean?
0: What do they mean? What does, it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What do the numbers mean? What do the numbers mean? But, like Kojima has been very busy. Yeah, that and also Death Stranding two was announced, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna have uh, what's what's the actor's name? Ah,
1: I couldn't tell you. Oh, I got, it. Gotta... More Dragon's Dogma. Uh... There's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of things. So I mean, Sony, Sony enjoyers. Norman eaten, Reedus. Oh my goodness. Good.
0: Eating good if you're a eating good <laughs> no, eating mm-hmm. good if you're a playstation enjoyer something yeah. what i'm particularly excited for is uh yeah i don't know if y'all ever heard of hell divers but hell divers was this really fun kind of like semi- tactical semi just shoot' up uh game where you would come on into these planets you have to get these objectives and do things but you're being constantly attacked by the residents of the planet so you've got like uh-huh. Monsters, you've got like robots and all that kind of stuff, and it was a top down kind of game. And so, oh it was the God. one where you walk around That's and, then, like, as you turn, you just kind of turn your gun and you're just spitting around in circles. The Helldivers 2 is a like Helldivers 1 was, um, you know, not the most graphics intensive game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but with Helldivers 2, they've like completely revamped. Everything, yeah, it is and not top down anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's a third person. Uh, I think it's Unreal Engine or something. Probably. Uh, just absolute experience, and I'm really excited for <laughs> absolute it absolute like, experience.
3: Absolute experience.
0: <laughs> I, I I played the game this game a lot with my mm-hmm. friends back when I like first started college, mm-hmm. and so to see like kind of this level being put into like the same formula just on a different you know scale mm-hmm. and did the, did the first one have a mul- yeah the mul- first one had a multi-play. it was multiplayer it's mostly mul- like you mostly played it
1: multiplayer mostly, mostly played it. Okay.
0: you could play single player but it's like trying to play I don't know, it's like trying to play Fortnite single player by yourself. It's not that fun. A one-person <laughs> battle royale. You load in and immediately get the victory royale. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly not that much difference. You load in, you play against a bunch of bots, so
1: oh. <laughs> I guess it depends on who you are and what you what constitutes as a bot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that I mean that was the biggest piece of news was was the Sony state of play, because Microsoft and Nintendo haven't had theirs yet. Those, those will be coming up, I believe, later on. So we will see what those companies have to offer whenever their stuff happens. When we get the the Switch Two. Oh uh, yeah. Some, I, don't, I don't know. The, the rumor meal is is loving the, the that one. The rumors
3: been going for Switch Switch 2 2 a long time.
1: Switch Two, Electric Boogaloo, do it, Nintendo. <laughs> name your neck Name your next console. That I dare you. That would be you. great. That would I dare be you. Um for a fun a fun piece of news that I saw this week. So it the the age old meme in 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 gaming whenever pieces of hardware come out uh, is the question of can it play doom? Everything yes. from MS Paint to Notepad to pregnancy tests to everything. Uh, everything can play doom. Well, um uh, uh, bacteria can play Doom, ladies and gentlemen. We can play Doom <laughs> on E. coli bacteria. That's um, great. But granted, the, the word play is used very, <laughs> very loosely here. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, a student at MIT's biotech lab named Lauren Ramlin released a paper documenting how she programmed E. coli cells to play Doom by using kind of like um, I don't remember if it was a protein or whatnot to like basically
3: uh-huh. uh,
1: turn like turn the E. coli cells on or off to certain states like whether showing sense. showing a certain state of on or off and so she was able to basically make it like lay them out on a grid uh, like a 32 by 48 plate grid mm-hmm. that could act as a pseudo like Television screen with each mm-hmm. E. coli cell being a pixel, and so she <laughs> set it and lit it to be the Doom menu screen using these like little diodes of light coming <laughs> from the coming from the the bacteria cells using these That's proteins, great. and so she <laughs> she made Doom come up. Now it, it's like super rudimentary, uh, like we're talking like whoa, <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's barely Doom. But because you can do that, I mean, that means you can you can technically replicate every frame and play Doom. Mm-hmm.
3: Just one However,
1: one. the problem is it takes roughly seventy minutes to fully illuminate the cells from their neutral state, and then to reset them back to the res- their state, it takes almost eight and a half hours.
3: Yep, that sounds about so. Right. <laughs> we're talking
1: we're talking like nine and a half, ten hours to like basically set a frame and have it go back to default. So, your average iPhone gaming. Experience.
3: I do have a
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true, Ben. So true. Mm-hmm. Apple fanboys punching the air right now. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but I, mean, so, I, I
0: don't know how much I can say. I have an iPhone. yeah, so. you're you're, you're
1: yeah. <laughs> on yourself here. So she was doing the math, or some people did the math. Well, Ramlin did the math. And so, like, doom, the original doom tops out at thirty five frames a second. And so, Ramlin crunched the numbers. So, an average play time, an average, like, session, the average play time of Doom, if you were going to do it on this E. coli bacterial screen, would take, quote-unquote, a while. A while. Which is something akin to about 600 years. (laughs) Oh, my. So, if you start now and get, like, 12 generations of people on it you you too can play doom on e coli bacteria yes i want you for my bacterial <laughs> doom playthrough <laughs> so uh, get, uh, uh, i get uh i do
3: know they did program i saw a video i have it saved to so my watch later i have not watched it yet but um there is like somebody who programmed rat brain cells i did yep they to, did that yeah which probably runs a lot faster. <laughs>
1: well, when you're talking one frame every
3: ten hours, every hours. I would
1: hope yeah. I, I, when 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 you're when you're making Microsoft PowerPoint look like a smoother playthrough of your game, <laughs> I think you I might think... need to improve your specs a little. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Doom Doom is the industry standard. You know, it it, it's, that's what you test. Like, you, you make a new product, you're like, all right, we got to play Doom on it. I'm sure Nintendo's working on that right now with the next Switch. They're oh, like, yeah. can we play Doom on it first? Yes. All right, now move on. What can we play? What, what, <laughs> will now? it ever be released?
0: No. No. But, but
1: they will try. Doom for the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> it's the benchmark. It's the benchmark test. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what companies are going to use to start testing their specs. You get a new PC and you run a benchmark test and it just loads up Doom. <laughs> how what what level of test would you like to run your pc a low level all right doom
3: (laughs) i do remember i had a
0: benchmark the pc benchmark
3: i had a very old or not like it was like a re it was like a factory redone pc Mm -hmm. and it struggled running the original doom it would like get like super hot and like the fans would be like the
1: the definition of run doom (laughs) Play Doom is very—it's open to interpretation. <laughs> I, yeah, we, i don't think that there's a, there's a well set like bar for what what does it what does it mean to actually be able Doom? to play Doom? You does can it play
3: mean, it, but the laptop yeah. got like unbearably hot. So
1: By, why what what standard do we mean of play Doom? Because yes, you can play you can play Doom on a pregnancy test, but are you really playing Doom? <laughs> Or are you just playing an amalgamation of pixels that looks like Doom?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that what any game is, though? Just an amalgamation of pixels that look like this game? Well, again, what what does it mean to play? What
1: what, what What
2: is is reality? I think play means
0: to enjoy, but I guess... (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: what does it mean to enjoy? If your game is running Mm. at two frames a second and it is only in black and white, are you enjoying it? (laughs) Maybe to some people. Um, maybe 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 to Apple users, I enjoyed Power World on gamers, my laptop <laughs> yeah but that one wasn't one frame every eight hours <laughs> that wasn't yeah gaming. but your Power World on the low end laptop wasn't one frame every ten hours in white and <laughs> black <laughs> Uh, I, I I think I I think I can safely assume... I think
3: there might be a little bit of a gap in, in the... I
1: think there might be some gaps maybe. in processing power between E. coli bacteria and an actual computer. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's maybe just Maybe you're me. wrong. Maybe I I mean, I'm
3: wrong. <laughs> e. coli bacteria are, like, super advanced.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they're playing Doom. <laughs> they're playing Doom. They're getting their testosterone boost through osmosis. By playing Doom, so yes, um, that's really all the news for this week. Um, so I, 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 I do want to ask everybody, like, what, what, what games are we all playing at the moment? Is anyone anyone in the midway of some playthroughs of some games, or are we all just playing the same things?
3: <laughs> I'm playing Palo World. That's new.
1: There we go. Lillian's <laughs> enslaving po-
0: off-brand Pokemon. <laughs> Still enjoying yep, my... Phasmophobia. I'm also kind of restarting balloons td6 so let's go yeah. a classic mm-hmm. i've been
3: watching my husband play knights of the old republic which is a very old Ooh. game now that my is brother...
0: that is a very that's good a good decision i haven't played any of the old republic games oh you're oh, missing yeah. out buddy I, I love star wars never touched them. play it <laughs> play it <laughs> on, on
1: when yeah. when sales come around on steam you can get both of them for like five bucks yeah yeah
2: and I did so like access 100 to hours in the first
3: one. Steam yep. library. So I, I, I have a bunch my, of games.
1: My most recent playthrough of the first Knights of Republic was modded. There's like a mod <laughs> that like adds an entire new like side storyline. Really? can That you can tell. Nights of Republic, for anyone who's played, is one of those <laughs> games that like it has like turn based combat that is like kind of mm-hmm. D&D style with dice. Yeah. Digitally. And, but it abuses, but it's not real-time turn-based because you can pause it and, like, do stuff in your inventory. And Knights of the Republic has this mechanic that isn't that you can abuse where you can add an extra med pack onto yourself every turn <laughs> on top of yes. doing your action. And so the game doesn't really, like, l- make you do that. but It, like, helps you in combat. But this side mod that I played, I think it's called, like solomon's rise or like something solomon and Mm -hmm. it lets you it lets you go back (laughs) and it lets you like play bits of the mandalorian wars as as revan and you can tell that the people that made this mod are very familiar with the mechanics of the game because you're walking into the final boss room of that side quest and you pick up 30 life support packs from a canister Uh, and you go into the fight, and if you don't abuse the med pack pausing, you lose.
2: <laughs> it's it is one impossible
1: of those, to win. It is impossible out. to win without abusing the game mechanics. It's one of those mods where the people who made it are painfully aware of the min maxing the, the stats of the game. So, I uh, it's it is uh one of the mods of all time. And it, it one is one of the
3: multiple times. I, it
1: took me like six attempts to beat that because I'm like, I, you have to like frame almost frame perfect some of the med packs sometimes like pause. If you pause a second too late, you're just dead. Like it's I mean, kind of I'm like, just
0: saying having some pretty low frame rate would be really helpful for getting those med packs. So oh. if you were getting 0.00000347 frames per second, like you have with the e Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait, did you was, do the
0: math? I did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a simple calculator input. I
1: mm-hmm. know, but the fact that you calculated <laughs> what the FPS of an E. coli screen is. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think E. coli is playing Knights of the Republic anytime soon, but I would highly recommend for anyone who's a fan of Star Wars yes. and RPGs, and it, it has combat, rudimentary combat to akin to, to that of Baldur's Gate, of the skill checks and all mm-hmm. of that. Uh, it's not as advanced as Gate, and its graphics are a little dated. Yeah, the graphics. 2003.
3: <laughs> I know, my um, husband was like, do you think my laptop can run this? I'm like, oh, yeah. I think your laptop can I definitely run this game.
1: But for 2003, it is one of the best Star Wars games ever made. So yeah. that's that's awesome. How far, is, how far is Hiram into it?
3: I don't know. I can ask him. Hiram, how far are you into the Nightfield <laughs> He's Republic? right there. <laughs> oh, he has his earbuds in. He can't hear me.
1: Oh, fair enough. Classic. I, well, yeah. well, I Knights of Republic is such a fun game. And the second one is
2: a game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it bad. gets too much, much hate all time. I think it's underrated.
1: I think yeah. it's underrated, but I think the second one—not no, the second one. Audience, you can tune out. By the way, we're just filling space because we're <laughs> under an hour right now, and we're just having fun talking. The second well. Knights of the Republic game. I think tried to do too much. My problem with the second one is that the story feels a little lost and it's not as strong. Because <laughs> yeah. the first one the first one is all about Revan and Malik and like this like Last cool one. dynamic and like kind of what happened there. And you go into the second one and it's just like this Seemingly when you start the game, the seemingly random Jedi from the Mandalorian Wars that you're suddenly <laughs> playing as that got exiled, and you're like, why is they why are they important? Yeah, like pick up these and, side companions you are know, like who are these people
2: why do i care about them and the ending is pretty underwhelming
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's and there's like three different sith lords which yeah, granted i'm pretty sure the game is called the sith lords but still it's like there's one there's a sith lord on, there's a sith lord called nilis that literally just
1: feeds off of like he eats planets eats planets <laughs>
2: that, that guy is sick though he is really cool
1: yeah but he goes down so easily <laughs> the game the second one like mechanics like there's so many more powers and stuff that you can do um, but like I feel like it it has more to its detriment I think that it already Mm -hmm. has kind of a a, a more lackluster story than the first one and then it tries to do too much with like the influence system with your companions because you can like turn all of your companions into Jedi or Sith depending on like how far you get with their personal quests which is really sick if you know how to get there Mm
2: -hmm. it's hard to get them
1: all the ending is really underwhelming and technically it's an incomplete game but if you play it on Steam you just get the restored content mod and that kind of fixes that a little mm-hmm. bit um but in my opinion it tries to do too much and is a little underwhelming for what it does do because it like is it gets really convoluted in some of the mechanics you're just like what is going on the the one benefit of the second game versus the first one is is that is implemented into Steam's mod library, so it is really, really easy to mod the second game, <laughs> and it's a whole lot of fun to mod the second game. <laughs> so that's what I I've done in my runthroughs of it. So that's that's fun that he's playing through it. Ben, you should play it.
2: Yep, I would, uh, I yeah. would
1: recommend. What are you playing? Probably. Claire?
2: Um, well, I have a problem of starting a lot of games and not I'm not <laughs> finishing them. You know, I'm in the middle of a lot, but some of them I haven't touched in months. So the ones that I've touched most recently, um, well, I'm still playing Genshin, obviously, trying to keep up with that. But like other than that, uh, I started playing Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, oh. which is like really old, the one with Ike that was like on GameCube. Um, but I'm a big Fire Emblem guy, so I'm trying to go back and play some of the older ones that I missed out on when mm-hmm. I was growing up. Uh, and then I also started finally Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, wow. And I've been enjoying that. So
1: <laughs> Kyle will be funny. happy to hear that, as will
0: Court.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't played it, so I can't say anything. Well, that... I mean,
0: neither have I. So. <laughs> but neither I'm not have a I. i
3: got of gameplay. So
1: <laughs> Lillian, Lillian will always know a lot about a game, but will never own it or play it. <laughs> That yep, that is pretty much. there there's there are two sides to gamers. One who play the game and know a lot. No, it's that meme. It's I you know a lot about the game because you've played it. I know a lot about it because I've watched gameplay.
0: We are not the same. <laughs> that's that's Lillian. I'm Chronically on YouTube. We are, We're not, <laughs> we are not the same.
1: <laughs> we are chronically on YouTube. That's cool though that, that you're picking it up and that you're going back and playing some older titles i i i never am able to go back it's like if i missed it for my child i missed it i'm not going back to play it and it's like it's just not happening but i mean i've mentioned before i was in my near playing near automata i because kyle mentioned it and had used it for uh, his media effects class of all things um <laughs> i would recommend i highly recommend the game i think it is very good um it's part of an, a, a very interconnected universe that you don't really realize it's a part of until you read into it. <laughs> it's <laughs> a very... It's one of those things that takes place like 8,000 years after the first game, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> technically... A, it's a sequel, but... The first game is technically <clears throat> a sequel, but not really. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fun game. The mechanics are fun. The combat... I Because I'm a big fan of like... Not not so much like <clears and> Slash, <throat> but like Seamless kind of hack and slash which is why i like sword online Hollow realization um it's a really fluid kind of uh combo based game where you're not having to worry about like parrying and if if you don't want to and like the dodge mechanic is really cool because if you perfectly time the dodge you can just endlessly dodge by just spamming the dodge button um but you like get like a little pod that can like shoot rockets or like bullets and it's got the game has like bullet hell elements in it which is really cool like We're talking, like, third-person RPG bullet hell on top of, like, ship bullet. It's really cool. And the soundtrack (laughs) is to die for. The soundtrack is very good. Um, And it is one of the games that takes multiple endings and um, puts it on steroids. (laughs)
3: Because you
1: hear of games that have, like, oh, (coughs) what ending did you get? Did you getting one, two, or three? Like, oh, try 26.
3: (laughs) Holy cow.
1: Near Automata has 26 different endings. A through Z.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> this needed to get that whole
1: alphabet. It is it is crazy. And some of them are so oddly, and it's not like every ending is a like an actual like ending of the game of like, oh, you reach the end of the game, you make one decision, it changes. <laughs> no. Some of the endings are just really dumb. <laughs> and it like you it's like some small action you take like 30 minutes into the game and then it just ends the game and it just plays the credits on super fast forward and takes you back to the menu and then you can load your save from right before you <laughs> did whatever caused the ending. So there's really only like four or five endings that are like actual endings that you get through getting to the end. The rest of them are just like meme endings. It's like one of them is just blow yourself up in like the hub ship. And then the game
0: ends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So some of them are so oddly specific that unless you look it up, you'd never think to do that thing. But it's, it is, it is quite, it is a really good game. Anyone that is looking for like a third person RPG, JRPG, like I would recommend Nier Automata. It is a really good, and it has an anime. So that's also cool. Mm. That like uses the game soundtrack and uses the game's voice actors uh, of the English voice actors from the game. So it is a, it's a very good game. I would recommend it. I also tried starting to play a Final Fantasy VII remake, Integrate. Stopped playing that after two hours. <laughs> um, Kyle may be in shambles hearing me <laughs> saying that I started playing a Final Fantasy game and stopped. Um, I it was This goes back to the Hideo Kojima kind of game. I think Final Fantasy VII, when I was playing it, tried to be too cinematic. It felt <laughs> like, at times, I was just... Playing through a cutscene, and mm-hmm. I thought the combat was really clunky. It's one of the reasons I'll never play a Souls like because I don't like like slow, methodical like what? oh block, parry, oh roll here. Mm-hmm. Uh, use your, you know, spell or whatever here at this perfect time. Like, no, I want to just be able to walk up, find the spot, and just wail with combos and, like, dodge a little bit. And I don't want to have to be like, oh, perfectly parry. Oh, parry! Oh, block! Parry! Again! I don't want to I can't do that. I tried playing Code Vane and got through it, and Code Vane is a Souls-like, and I just, I, just I, I don't, I can't do it. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Souls fans. I can't do methodical, like really combat. skilled combat. Hey,
2: you're you're a loss. You're loss. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> loss. I'm
1: an Overwatch player. I want fast <laughs> combat. <laughs> Can you blame me? I will say though, that's why I like don't mind Genshin. Like I stopped playing Genshin for different reasons, but when I did play Genshin, I did enjoy the combat because it was just like throw stuff out in combos. You don't have to like mm-hmm. worry about perfectly timing dodges and blocks. I don't get these timing windows out of here. I don't <laughs> um, so I'm almost finished with Nier Automata, which is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just do side quests and everything now. Um,
0: so maybe that should be one of our, our some of our new year's resolutions. to so get that some is new games. And My actually new try year's to...
1: resolution is to play more games. I'm currently on the lookout to find a new game to play it. W- My plan was to do final fantasy seven after I finished near. And then I booted it up and went, mm, Nope, this is not a game that I want to sink hours into.
2: Because
1: I, I like compared it... Because after I was two hours into Nier, I was like, this game is really fun. I want to keep playing it. And was playing it over doing anything else when I had the time. Versus I got two hours into Final Fantasy and went, can I stop playing now?
3: <laughs>
1: and, and that was yeah, that's like, not, I, like... That's if, not the if, feeling
3: that you want to have if, when you're playing a if game. If after
1: two hours into a game, I want to stop playing... Uh, it's not a game that I want to keep playing but if after two hours I go how much time do I have to keep playing this game then I know it's something I want to sink a lot of time into so yeah. uh, I, I don't know if that's just me I feel like that's probably a good standard for most because oh, yeah. I feel like two hours it's like if, it, if by two hours <laughs> you aren't like into the thick of the game then I think you've got yeah. other problems. <laughs>
2: Yeah, me with Persona 5 not being into it until like 20 hours <gasps> Dude, <laughs> You you have, you hung into a game for 20 hours? Hey, my friends kept riding me to play oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. And like I saw the potential, but I'll I'll be honest, like it takes quite a while before you get into it. And then you still have to commit like a total of like 90 hours to beat the mm-hmm. game. One Piece fans be like. I I, I don't regret playing it. Like, it's a really good game. I see why people like it. But will I ever play it again? No. Like, way (laughs) too much time. Way too much.
1: That's really funny. See, I've got to find my second game because now that I've gotten to the point where I'm doing side quests on Nier, I'm going back to be like, all right, time to boot up Overwatch. Not that there's (laughs) anything wrong with that for me, but I would like to have another game that I can play... On the side so i'm still i'm still in the process of finding games but i think i have now that i know that i really liked near and that i really like some of the sao games i think i know the kind of game i like very specifically of mm-hmm. like third or first person rpg probably third because they don't really make first person hack and slash rpgs it's not really a thing but like third person rpgs with hack and slash elements they don't have to be a jrpg but i guess They usually end up being JRPGs anyways. So um, I'll keep everyone updated on what I'm playing so that I'm not just playing Overwatch. Because I am more than an Overwatch player. I swear, guys. I swear. I
3: swear Um, I play more than one game. I swear
1: I play more than one game. (laughs) Um, So anyways, uh, I think that's kind of all. Unless there's anything else anyone wants to bring up. If not... Ben can take us out
0: as he's oh. pulling it up. Well, no, I was just making sure that nobody else wanted. Yeah, I think, we're, I say think we're we're good to go. All right. Knights of the D-pad is a publication of the Daily Universe. We'd like to give a special thanks to Alan Neves and Miles Romney for everything they did and do to help support us and continue to do this podcast. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us with feedback, ideas for topics, or just to say hello, you can shoot us an email at knights of the G-pad podcast at gmail.com. With that, let's sign off. My name is Ben. Uh, the- my
3: name is Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aiden.
0: <laughs> and I'm Skyler. And we are the Knights of the D-pad. See you next time.